With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom. Simply visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate to make a difference today. Thursday morning is Perigo's Perspective Morning here on RCR. And uh, Lindsay joins us this Thursday morning. Lindsay, you've only been up for probably an hour or two, so the day must still be good for you. Nothing, uh, Nothing's going your way. You're looking forward to a, a wonderful day. Where you live is, is brilliant, so that's how you're feeling right now, is it? I wish. What? <laughs> Already? I've had time enough to become despondent. Uh, uh, waiting for to get the call, I was browsing my phone. Fatal. I must learn not to do that. <laughs> and I came across this thing about Tony Blinken, Tony the twat, uh, the American Secretary of State. He's sent on a memo to his staff admonishing them to use correct pronouns. Oh, now, right. honestly, With all the things in, happening in the world. Of all the things, exactly. Iran, Hamas, China, Russia, and all he's worried about is misgendering. I didn't have time to absorb the whole memo, but I took it in that you're no longer allowed to say brave men and women Oh. You have to talk about brave first responders. <laughs> You're not allowed to say manpower. That, of course, has to be person power. You're not allowed to say you guys, which I do hate anyway, but you guys has to be y'all, y'all. So <laughs> you... I, I had a run in uh, uh, with a, a colleague of mine a few years ago because I sent out an email to a whole bunch of people who said, hey, guys, da, da, da. It came back <laughs> Not all of us are guys. <laughs> well, I mean, the hilarious thing that as a rule, the wokesters use that expression as though it were going out of fashion, you guys. So suddenly they're hoist by their own petard because now they have to remember to say, y'all. Y'all. But um, Blinken said he admonished his staffers that gender identity, now I'm quoting directly, may be fluid, so remain attuned to and supportive of shifts in pronouns. Now, Paul, I think this deserves the laughter award, the derisive yeah. laughter award. I've got it right here on a button. Shall I push the button? Yes, please. Push, push. <laughs> And if you're not laughing already before, whenever I hear that, I'm, I'm going to laugh no matter what, <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, okay, so the floor is yours, Lindsay. Go for it. Thanks very much, having got that out of my system. Now I've got all of this. It was gratifying and edifying, of course, to wake up on Tuesday morning, not just to wake up, though for me that's an achievement in itself, but to wake up to this from John Ansell on Feces' book. I shall refrain from quoting place names. Quote, I had the honour to chat tonight to a brave woman who, on Saturday, confronted Comrade Adern at Cafe X, 
about her killing of thousands of New Zealanders, including two the woman knew. Update 1. Despite her message to public enemy number 1 being entirely verbal, and most of the noise coming in response from the Ardern's female companion, Clark Gayford manhandled her out the door. A cafe witness characterised his actions as assault. Update 2. As Gayford shoved the woman, he yelled, Just f*** off with that stupid T-shirt. <laughs> Referring to her RCR top. Get that, Paul? <laughs> he followed her down the road, phoning as he went. She felt threatened enough to go into a nearby toilet, turn her shirt inside out, and phone a friend to come and get her. Shortly after, my new hero heard sirens and was concerned to hear a paddy wagon and police chopper had been sighted nearby. It now seems they had other business. Neither criminal, Ardern or Gayford, was arrested, and neither was my contact. Why were Ardern and Gayford there? I'm told they've bought a property nearby. Apparently, a neighbourhood Ardern watch group, NAG, <laughs> is forming to look out for them and offer helpful advice as required. Aren't Kiwis kind? Unquote. Well, we don't have to go far back down memory lane, alas, to remind ourselves of Jacinda Jackboot's kindness. You basically said this is going to be like, well, it's almost like uh, you probably don't see it like this, the two different classes of people. If you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, you have all these rights. If you are vaccinated... That is what it is. So, yep. Yep. A further reminder of Jackboot's kindness was in my inbox that morning from Steve Kirsch, he'll be known to you, Steve Kirsch at substack.com, quote, New Zealand OIA request reveals the COVID vaccines increased your risk of dying. Chris Johnston submitted an OIA request to the New Zealand health authorities. The official response shows that the vaccine didn't protect people from COVID, it killed them. Short story, the data they returned shows that the COVID vaccines didn't save anyone from dying from COVID. They did the opposite. They increased mortality. Even worse, when COVID deaths peaked in July 2022, the vaccinated were disproportionately affected. In short, they lied. Their own data shows that if you followed their advice, it was more likely you'd die during a COVID outbreak. Are you surprised? Unquote. A detailed breakdown of the data follows. Having had one close associate die of myocarditis after the jab, and another from a stroke after the formation of blood clots after the booster, I am not surprised. Carl Sagan said, one of the saddest lessons of history is this. If we've been bamboozled long enough, we tend to reject any evidence of the bamboozle. We are no longer interested in finding out the truth. The bamboozle has captured us. It's simply too painful to acknowledge, even to ourselves, that we've been taken. Once you give a charlatan power over you, 
you almost never get it back. I wonder what he'd think of the climate change bamboozle he himself helped create. In the case of the Wuhan vaccine bamboozle, including the now obviously absurd pandemic of the unvaccinated lie, we may have reclaimed power back from a charlatan in the nick of time, or we may not. Lily Livid Luxon has asked Jackboot to stay on as online Nazi-in-chief to continue her war on free speech. His treachery in doing that far outweighs the undoubted merits of his State of the Nation speech. There's no point in saving a nation economically while allowing it to become a tyranny politically. It is vital that we learn and apply the lessons of the great Wuhan vaccine bamboozle and inoculate ourselves against totalitarianism. We must never forget how close we came to 1984 in 2022 and how close we remain in 2024. Thus, it was edifying and gratifying to receive this in my inbox. Quote, in New Zealand, it was camp freedom. It was a call for an end to masks, mandated injections, deaths, lies, and separations. Enough was enough, and citizens wanted freedom and their rights acknowledged. Our own Dr. Emmanuel Garcia, along with Dr. Matt Shelton, attended the events two years ago just about every day and spoke passionately on various occasions. Many other members and supporters of NZDSOS also attended. Dr. Anne O'Reilly spoke to the impassioned crowd, reminding everyone that we were not the minority, but in fact huge in number across the world. But politicians labelled it a river of filth, and the media coverage was no better. Police were called in to destroy the peaceful camp, violently tossing tents and possessions into dump trucks. Kiwis were insulted and assaulted as police and riot gear trampled our demands for peaceful resolution underneath the heels of their black boots. Two years ago, Respectful and impassioned citizens gathered in front of Parliament in protest against the injections and calling for a stop to the harms. This year, we will gather again. On Thursday, the 29th of February, 1pm, we will meet in front of the Parliament building to peacefully show that we have not forgotten why we were there initially two years ago and to hand over a letter to politicians demanding an immediate halt to the dangerous jabs. The mandated injections need to stop pending the outcome of a full investigation. We invite you to join us there. Yours in health and freedom, Anna McLaughlin, on behalf of New Zealand doctors speaking out with science at NZDSOS. P.S. Add Thursday, the 29th of February, 2024, at 1 p.m. in front of Parliament to your calendar as we gather and hold space for a peaceful end to the injections until the outcome of a full investigation is known. Bring your placards, snacks, water, 
hats and reconnect as a like-minded community. This will be a peaceful and respectful gathering. And if anyone tries to incite an altercation, it will not be one of us, unquote. Bravo. And it's very important to add that qualifier. We know from Camp Freedom at the Beehive and January the 6th in Washington that the reptilian globalist fascists plant argent provocateur to incite altercations and discredit decent humans. If anyone tries to incite an altercation, it will not be one of us. Speaking of plants, I don't know if it's by AI or some other means, but the globalists seem to have succeeded in generating a fake Don Brash to align with comrade Helen Clark in advocating our capitulation to the purveyors of the Wuhan virus, communist China. It is alleged that these two jointly penned an op-ed in the New Zealand Feral, urging our government not to go near the AUKUS alliance for fear of compromising our independent foreign policy. The article is behind a paywall, and I am certainly not going to contribute to the coffers of the bought and bribed woke fascist New Zealand feral. I marvel that they haven't renamed themselves the Aotearoa Kaukawakoreroa already. But here's one snippet from Auntie Helen and the fake Don that has got out. Prime Minister, it is imperative that you reassert New Zealand's independent foreign policy by making it clear that we want no part of AUKUS or of any other alliance designed to make an enemy of our largest trading partner. Well, that's how I know this isn't the real Don Brash speaking. He wouldn't say anything as fatuous as that. Our largest trading partner is our enemy. It should not be our largest trading partner. It is a monstrous tyranny, and it's a monstrous tyranny on the move in our neck of the woods. We should end diplomatic relations with this evil regime and decouple. It took former National MP Simon O'Connor to state the obvious. Quote, Foreign interference in New Zealand is well documented, including in recent briefings to ministers. A healthy democracy was crushed by the CCP in Hong Kong. Ministers and business people go missing in China when they are perceived to challenge the Communist Party. The Uyghur situation is well documented, as too repression of Tibetans and House Christians, among others. And then there are the near-daily threats against the people of Taiwan. Yet, complete silence on these matters in Clark and Brash's writing, just a focus on trade and money. Still quoting, after the recent AUKUS discussions by ministers in Australia, the local Chinese embassy implicitly threatened New Zealand's trade. Put simply, they suggested that if New Zealand chooses, independently or otherwise, to engage the likes of AUKUS or even question China's ambitions, then we will be punished via trade restrictions. How on earth is this a positive trading relationship where one side threatens the other. 
And yet, Clark and Brash say nothing. Instead, they focus on and blame the United States for the growing challenges in the Indo-Pacific. They stretch even further to put this blame on former President Trump. Despite the strategy preceding him by years and continuing under the Biden administration, it appears a rather cheap way to draw people's ire of Trump to support their argument. The most striking irony throughout their entire writing is that in arguing we need to be independent from our traditional allies, the US, UK, Australia, New Zealand doesn't appear to need to be independent from China. Unquote. And bang on. Independent doesn't mean neutral. As Dante said, the darkest places in hell are reserved for those who maintain their neutrality in times of moral crisis. Mind you, it was a clever touch on the part of the creators of the fake Don Brash to ascribe to him Trump derangement syndrome. That does add credibility to their ruse, to their imposter, because the actual Don Brash does have Trump derangement syndrome. I suppose even the most intrepid champions of liberty must be allowed their occasional lapses and contradictions. The Trump derangement syndrome sufferers must be wetting themselves over Trump's surge toward the Republican nomination, even as the globalist reptiles seek to imprison him. Judge Engeron in New York, a preening partisan narcissist, a proto-moronial, Judge Engonorea, fining Trump $350 million for fraud when the alleged victims of the fraud who lent him money say he was an exemplary borrower who did everything by the book and they'd happily do business with him again. This is like murder without a dead body. Then there's District Attorney Fanny Willis in Fulton County, who opened that part of her anatomy to the person she appointed to prosecute Orange Man Bad. She and Loverboy went at it at luxury resorts, imbibed red wine, grey goose vodka, champagne, caviar and chocolate, for which she paid in cash, the source of which has not been identified. She says he subsequently paid her his share, but there's no record of any such transaction. You think I'm making this up? Here's Fanny Syphilis herself. I paid for uh, a bunch of stuff. I think we did two different wine tours that you do, which are pretty expensive. Um, I think I bought him. He likes wine. I don't really like wine, to be honest with you. I like Grey Goose. Um, I bought him a bottle of wine while we were there and the sippings that you do. I, I can't remember how many, like four or five different places you go. I remember we went to um, to this place that they do pairings. Um, that was the most expensive thing that I think that we did while we were there. So they would pair, uh, they, they would pair uh, champagne, chocolate, and... Champagne, chocolate, and caviar. It was a three, and it was like three different things. Sweden, Russia, someplace else. I'll make that up. But um, that that was the most expensive thing we did that trip, and I paid for I paid for that. As for Orange Man Bad himself, 
syphilis and gonorrhea are water off a duck's back. He blazes on. He knows who the real criminals are. So too, it seems, do his legion of voters. How do they endorse a man who's a low IQ individual? How do they do it? That's, that's Sleepy Joe. How do they endorse or Crooked Joe? Which is a better name, Crooked Joe Biden or Sleepy Joe Biden? Okay, wait. Let's do a free poll. Let's do a free poll. Okay, hoaxer. Hoaxer, this is a free poll. See, I don't pay for it. You know, these guys go out, they pay a million dollars for a poll. Most of the polls, they don't even go sample. They just give it, they say, send me the check. No, this is a free poll. Who likes, I'll go sleepy first, then I'll go crooked. Who likes sleepy Joe Biden? Who likes crooked Joe Biden? Because I retired the name Crooked from Hillary, you know that, right? I retired the name Crooked because this was one of the best days in our life. I announced I was going to retire because I thought it was more befitting. She didn't matter anymore. I thought it was more befitting for Joe because he's the most corrupt president we've ever had. He's a Manchurian candidate, actually. You know what a Manchurian candidate is? This guy's getting so much money from so many countries that they can't even figure it out. Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Where the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away Texas, oh, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston, and New York to LA, where there's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand and say.
faith in her still today Cause there ain't no doubt on I love this land God bless please With your help we can continue to fight for freedom This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom by simply visiting www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate to make a difference today.